Welcome to another edition of the Business and Personal Podcast, where we bring you closer to the people you do business with. And I think you all are going to really enjoy our guest today. You may have seen her product on the shelves, shop in here locally. We have Mindy Rubin of Mindy's Yummy Sauces on with us today. Mindy, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you, Ryan? Fantastic. And, you know, I remember three years ago, you were kind of telling me about this idea you had with some sauces. And I thought, okay, that sounds kind of cool. But I had no idea you would grow to the level you grew here today. So before we get into where you're at today, let's go back to uh, when you were growing up and uh, what kind of led to this point that we're at today and how you love mixing sauces and whatnot when you were a kid. Well, that is a really good question because the sauces are all mixed in my childhood steel bowl that I have from my mother and father's house. They all start there. My um, creation started when my kids really were young and I was disappointed with all of the store-bought sauces that I would come home with. They were very garlicky. Some of them were, you know, very salty. There'd be, you know, maybe three quarters of the bottle would be oil with the separation and then the spices. And I, I didn't really care for those. And I'm a super healthy eater. I exercise, nice clean lifestyle, and I wanted a better product for my family. So I started mixing sauces in my kitchen for my kids and my husband and my family and for all of their meals. And for years this went on and I would just create, I would just stand between my pantry and my refrigerator and literally close my eyes and imagine ingredients that I had in the house coming together in this bowl with my whisk and I'd do it. And each thing that I came up with was different and my family loved. And they always said, mom, remember how you made this? Cause it's amazing. And um, I never wrote anything down really but it just went on from there and that was really how everything started and this childhood steel bowl is like where everything starts and i really if there's something to that there really is you, you needed a little bit of a nudge though it was your daughter that kind of encouraged you to go further with it as she was heading off to college right yes so my then 17 year old who's now 20 year old um said mom you know i'm leaving for college why don't you do something with your sauces and i looked at her and i said okay I'm going to. So I embarked on the very long uh, journey to learn about not just how to make a great tasting sauce, because anybody I think can do that, but how to get it into the bottle, how to, you know, how to basically result in something that looks like this on a shelf, which I had no clue. So it was um, a labor of great love. And that was in 2018 when I launched my first flavor which is sesame, sesame, and it's tahini based. It's delicious. And it's gluten-free, vegan, and dairy-free. And all my sauces are dairy-free and gluten-free, by the way. And um, basically people love them. They can be literally used on everything. I call them the everything sauces because it can be a cooking sauce, a salad dressing, a dipping sauce, and goes on a variety. And that's the thing. We see the sauces right behind you. You basically have three flavors, but they are so versatile and can be used for so many different things. Um, why don't we just start and go through them one by one? Tell people what your sauces are. Okay, perfect. So Sesame Sesame is my flagship sauce that I launched with in 2018. Um, you'll see the branding, which 
I did myself is very playful, creative, yet professional. And the idea is the cooking should be fun and cooking should be easy. And not everybody likes to cook. And um, these are great also on carrying foods, especially during COVID. You know, you carry in a chicken or you carry in ribs or you have a salad. Um, my sauces are all developed to go on everything. So you can bake it on salmon, on fish, chicken, ribs. You can broil with it. You can grill with it. You can saute with this. You can serve it on the side. It can be a dipping sauce. It can be a finishing sauce. I have kids that t uh, dip their chicken nuggets and their french fries into it. They love it. They love all three flavors. And uh, with sesame, this is a tahini-based sauce that crosses the flavor profile of Asian meets the Middle Eastern. And it's fabulous on everything. My vegans use it because it's it's vegan. And um, you can, you know, my, my one of my customers loves to saute her, her tofu with this and she throws it over rice with some mushrooms. And I just, you know, I it's just a winner. People, you know, it's flying off the shelves and I can't keep up with it. So that's the first flavor. And then these two launched about six weeks ago and literally I, I, I can't, I'm making deliveries every day. Okay, so this is honey mustard that has a little bit of zing at the end. It's very, very creamy and delicious. It has sort of a creamy, mm, silky texture. It's really fabulous. This is great on halibut, chili and sea bass. Um, again, on ribs, uh, arctic char, whitefish, pork, chicken, shrimp. And this one is truly special it's called smoky chipotle people are obsessed with this seriously i had a woman who actually on facebook told me that she needs to start a 12-step group she loves <laughs> it so much and it really is delicious it's smoky and it's uh got a, a good amount of spice and this is really delicious on meats and on ribs and on shrimp and again i you know and everything i have a i have a customer that dips her lobster into this she, um, I had someone who actually basted lamb ribs on a grill with this and they're just, it's just delicious. It's very versatile and all of these can be used as dressings. So on fatouche, on salads, on a nice ripe avocado, I have one customer that loves it on his pasta and on his baked potatoes and other customers that dip their bread into it. So it, it really can be, they can be used for anything. And do you offer up recipes for people too and give different ideas? Um, Absolutely. Their... Absolutely. In fact, I have a website and I have an entire tab of recipes that are divided into meat eaters, chicken eaters, vegans, vegetarians, um, you know, so that people can find easily what they need. And also there are things that look like this on my site that are recipe cards and these can also be found on Pinterest, on my site, that show recipes. And I post these occasionally, again, so that people can easily make something. Yes. And then let's not forget about all the other varieties, just as a vegetable dip or to go on sushi. Anything. Burgers. Oh, my goodness. You know, we'd, we'd probably take up less time, Mindy. Let's just list the things you can't use it for because uh, there probably aren't very many, right? One, one, one person asked me if, I could, if they could put it on ice cream. I said, mm, that <laughs> might be the one food it doesn't go on. Yeah, you got you to have your barriers somewhere. 
yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, it's there's a lot more to than just mixing some things in a bowl, throwing it in, in one of those containers and putting it on store shelves. So explain to people the process from creating this and then being able to actually put it on store shelves and the things that you have to go through to get to that point. Okay, so I come up with a flavor that I love. I have to love it. I'll let my husband taste it. I'll let some friends taste it, but I have to love it. And once I love it, and I disregard everybody else's comments, which I don't generally have to do, but um, sometimes it needs a little more salt or a little more spice. I then take it to my co-packer. And what is a co-packer? A co-packer is a person whose job is to, um, in a health standard followed way, produce food in a facility that is licensed by the state of Michigan. So I take my recipe to my co-packer and I say, please scale this up because obviously what I make here in my house is a small batch. And then we run a test batch of that scaled up into 12 ounce bottles that look, this is a 12 ounce bottle. And then we need to adjust flavors because sometimes the recipe doesn't exactly translate when you multiply. And we get a recipe that I'm happy with and we then have to do testing to make sure it's safe. It has to be a certain pH level. It then has to go through a process through the state of Michigan to have uh, all the ingredients looked at, listed in order of prevalence on the label from most to least. And then um, I always like to try to make my sauces gluten-free and dairy-free, so then that has to go out for testing with a certification agency. They'll come back with a certificate and say yes or no. And then while all of that's going on, I'm creating the label, I'm developing the colors, I'm deciding what needs to be on there, and then um, it goes to my co-packer, he produces it, and somebody picks it up and distributes it to a market that is uh, interested. And that's... And, and, and generating interest in markets in this area has not been a problem for you at all. You're at quite a few different places. It sounds like the bigger challenge is getting it ready to go to the market. But once you get to that point, you've had a huge success. You just landed one of the Meyer markets as well. Tell people that haven't seen your sauce in the area where they can find it right now. Right. Um, I'm at Plum Markets in both West Bloomfield and in Bloomfield Hills. I'm at Johnny Pomodoro's. I'm at Market Square at Walnut Lake Road in Inkster. I'm at Market Fresh at 13 and Southfield. I'm down river, I'm, excuse me, I am in Gross Point at Farm Fresh Market. I'm on Amazon. I have a store on Amazon, um, which can be then safely delivered to your doorstep with COVID and everything else. So some people are very happy about that. I'm in a coffee shop in West Bloomfield. I'm currently, the ink isn't dry. There's another few markets I've gotten into in the last week that I'm not at liberty yet to say, but something will be coming. Uh, more stores are coming. And Papa Joe's in Birmingham. I'm probably forgetting a few. But, um, and, and they are, they're listed on your website too for if there are any that you missed. And people, not only your Amazon store, but can people order directly from your website? 100%. So when you click on the buy now or you can order on this website, it takes you right to my Amazon pages and um, delivered right away. How important was it for you to have the gluten-free and the, and the dairy-free products? Do you think that made a big difference uh, with these markets that you're going into? 
Yes, 100%. There are so many people that have allergies, and it is so reassuring when I have a customer that comes in when I'm doing a demo, which we've started doing again, you know, safely with covered souffle cups and samples, um, say to me, oh my gosh, I cannot find a great honey mustard for my daughter who can't have dairy, or oh my gosh, this is an amazing sesame sauce, and it happens to be vegan, I'm so happy. Or even things like, oh, and I noticed there isn't a lot of garlic in it and a lot of them do have the garlic and so I'm really I listen to my customers and they're and they're very happy now the gluten-free probably is the biggest the biggest selling point because so many people have celiac disease and so many people need a gluten-free diet so this meets all of those standards and there's so many gluten-free products that taste so good like you wouldn't even know the difference too um, nowadays exactly. exactly now uh, we use the air fryer a lot i know that that's become a popular way to cook so if someone for example was using an air fryer would you suggest they put the sauce on before they put it in the air fryer or is it better to put it on after for anything? I think for the air fryer, because so if you like your food crispy like I do, I would use it after. I would pull it out of your air fryer, let it cool down a little and drizzle it over or, uh, or use it as a side dipping sauce at that point. Now you can coat your food in the uh the whatever it is, vegetables, fish, and a lot of people do, and then when you bake it or whatever you're doing with the air fryer, it infuses the flavor right into the, the whatever it is you're cooking. So for meats and fish and chicken, I would absolutely put it on it before. If you're doing veggies, again, if you like your veggies sort of more on the moisture side and feeling a little more sauteed uh, that you would normally get in a traditional frying pan, put it on before. If you want to use it after, use it after. But the good news is you can do both. And what about grilling? What would you suggest uh, on that? Amazing. I would I would um, coat your food. You can also let it marinate for a little bit, maybe 20 minutes. Put it on your grill, based you know occasionally while you're cooking, and you're gonna have yourself one delicious meal. You're making me hungry here. You're making me hungry here, Maggie. <laughs> um, so, what's next for you? I mean, you have three great flavors. You're continuing to expand your network of markets that you're in. Is your goal more to just be in more markets or do you maybe have some new flavors coming down the pipe? Yes. So <laughs> uh, being the, the overachiever that I am, I'm already developing a new flavor um, and maybe a second one. So I would have a total of five and I'm pursuing more markets currently. It's, you know, believe it or not, you're looking at one of me, but there, there, there might as well be five of me on this <laughs> podcast because that's how busy I am happily. And I'm just doing it all and enjoying it, enjoying it. There's nothing better than having a customer taste my sauce and just go crazy for it. It, it just makes me so happy. That's why I did it. I bet. And you know, I can tell where your marketing background makes a difference. Anybody that goes on your website can see the professionalism of it, the pamphlets that you have and the display that you have there. How important was it to take your marketing experience and mesh that in with your cooking, your, your not, knowledge of the sauces? I think it was important. I think um, having the knowledge really allowed me to not have to hire somebody else and also really be very intimately involved with every step along the way. Um, the branding was very important to me. And um, it was, you know, really combining my two passions into one. I love to cook. I love social media marketing and advertising. I've been in it for 35 years. And it was really a perfect marriage of my two passions.
at what point did you know, okay, this is a winner here. This is something I can continue to grow. It was when my co-packer tasted it and he tastes a lot of sauces because that's all he does. And he said, wow. He said, Mindy, you have to get this into people's mouths. And I said, but you taste so many sauces. Do you say that to everybody? He said, no. <laughs> so I said, um, okay, I thought I had a winner and that pretty much confirmed it. That along with you know my focus group that I did and the people that tried it that really, really enjoyed it. Very cool. Very cool. Maybe we'll see on Shark Tank here or something yeah. like that. You make this thing national. Who knows how big you're going to get with it. But uh, for now, uh, for people listening, what is probably the best way and easiest way to get some of your sauces? Easiest is Amazon. One click. If you're a Prime member, you'll have it tomorrow. Um, and in enough locations that you can pretty much find it. I'm very accessible. You can also get onto my website you can face or facebook message me and if you don't live in an area nearby we can talk about arrangements of getting it to you very good well you know what mindy you've made me so hungry i gotta go get dinner here but uh awesome to have you on and uh i'm sure again a lot of people have seen you on the shelves so now they can see you here uh on the podcast and uh, best of luck to you i'm sure you'll continue to grow from here Thank you, Ryan. Thank you for the opportunity. And if anybody has questions, feel free to message me on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. And uh, have a great day. All right. Thanks, Mindy. Thank you.